I believe in the Constitution of the United States, uh, it says that everyone is entitled to equal rights in all areas, including the pursuit of happiness. Um, everyone is searching for happiness, and everyone feels that they find happiness in something else. I remember years ago, there used to be an advertisement for a cigarette, I think for Marlboro. So they used to have a whole niggin that uh, to some people it's a yacht, to some other people it's a this and a that, and the real ultimate simcha, the real ultimate happiness is a marble, a cigarette. So David HaMelech also speaks about what, uh, what does he think is the ultimate simcha. He's only asking for one thing. To be close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's interesting, a psychologist made surveys to uh, try to ascertain if there's any relationship between uh, wealth and happiness and they determined they made a survey by uh, teenagers and it came out there is a relationship in the opposite direction that the uh, more affluent the home was that they came from so the less happy they were based on a simonym of what happiness uh, seems to be indicated by that the psychologists had the Chazal have such a comment also. The, said, the Mishnah says that Marbin uh, Chas Marba Doga, that there's going to be more uh, more aggravation and so on. So the David Amelach says Achashalt Meis Hashem. He's searching to be he's the one thing that he wants is to be in the presence of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And the um, Chachamim tell us that on Yontif there is a Chiyav Simcha because on Yontif you have an obligation to be Lifnei Hashem. On Shalosh Golem, we have an obligation to visit the Beis Amigdosh, and the Gemara says that that's, that's where the Simcha comes from, when the person is in the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How do we see that from the Gemara? The Psukim say many times, Many times that expression appears, that Simcha is when a person is in the, in the presence of the Shechina. And the Gemara Chagiga has another Pesach from Tilim, that uh, that there's no Atzvus in the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, one will always be in the state of chedva, in the state of joy. And the Gemara has this in Halacha, Halacha Lamaisa. The Gemara says that uh, just like a, a regular Jew does not observe Avelis on Yontif, so the Gemara seems to say that the Kaingadal doesn't observe Avelis all year long, because all year long the Kaingadal has to be in the Beis Amigdash. She's obligated to be there in the, in the Beis Amigdash all the time. That's his responsibility. So it would appear from the Gemara that, uh, that the Chiv Simcha comes from being in the presence. Uh, of HaKadosh Baruch exactly why should that be so so there is a very fascinating Medrash commenting on the Pasuk and Kohelis that Rabbi Willig just mentioned before the Gama Nefesh Loti Mole that the soul will never be satisfied with anything that we have in this life so the uh, Medrash says that if you give the person the cigarette with the yacht with the money with everything in the world with a good looking wife with a, a wonderful job and a wonderful boss the person will never be satisfied why not so the Medrash explains Shehimin Hu Al The Neshama comes, the soul comes from from Tachas Kisiyakovet, and it's looking for something else, looking for a different type of uh, comfort and joy. And the Medrash gives a marshal to the Basamelech, the princess, the king's daughter, who marries a farmer. So the farmer doesn't have hasogas of what life is like in the king's palace. So the farmer has a hasoge. Oh, he wants to make his wife happy, so he buys her. He puts together all of his life savings. And he buys her a beautiful pair of dungarees with colorful patches on it. And he knows that uh, she's the Bas HaMelech, so he has to have something special that she should sleep on at night. So he gets an extra bundle of hay that she should sleep on. 
So the Medish says, this is not going to satisfy the Basamela. What, an extra bundle of hay to sleep on and a pair of dungarees with colorful patches? She's used to beautiful malbushim and beautiful beds and much more comfort. Whatever food he's going to give, what he's going to give? Hot dogs with mustard. She's used to delicious food, everything. So too, the human soul will never be satisfied with any, anything that we have in this life. Because the neshama comes from Tachas Kisiyakovit. And it's used to different type of things. It's used to Kirba Salakim. We're, we're used to the joy that we were used to was being close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So that's what we would be searching for to gain some happiness in this life. There is a famous quote that's uh, said over in the name of Rav Nachman Breslava that also they made a nigan out of this as well. Mitzvah It's a big mitzvah to be in the state of Simcha all the time. How can that be? Well, it's a naya mitzvah. We have 613 mitzvahs and there's a 614th mitzvah. There is a mitzvah of Simcha and Yom Tevin. There isn't even a mitzvah of Simcha and Shabbos. Shabbos doesn't cancel Avelis, only Yantav does. So Taisus explains why in the name of the Talmud Yerushalmi that on Shabbos there is no Simcha of Simcha. Simcha and Avelis are tied to the Sasri. They're a contradiction. On Shabbos, there is no chiv simchos. What do you mean that it's a mitzvah gedol elias b'simcha tamei? So obviously the answer has to be because Rabbi Willer quoted the pasuk Tachas Hashem Lavarta Hashem Alkech b'simcha v'tuv leivav merov kol. Pasuk says that we are supposed to be in the state of simcha all the time. So how does it jive with the fact that there's only a mitzvah of simcha yanta? So obviously what, what you have to explain is that there are different levels of simcha on the shalosh regalim and on Rashani and Kippur. We have a, re, a stronger chiv to be in the presence of Hakadosh Baruch Hu when the person all year long has the perception that he is in the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this will lead, this will lead to Simcha. We are always in the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We are always Lifnei Hashem. But the question is, does the person have that perception or not? Does he have that Hargosha? Does he have that feeling? It's like we speak about Hesteponim. What do you mean? Anoche Haste Hesteponat Bayamahu. What does it mean Hesteponim? That HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not watching over us. So the Mephoshim on the Tanakh point out, and commentaries on the Gemara point out the same. It's not that HaKadosh Baruch is not watching us. He is made his menacharak and he's looking from behind the door, so to speak, through the cracks of the door. He sees everything that we are doing and he's watching over us. He's looking after all of our needs, taking care of us, but we can't see his shining face. We can't see him. Hestapada means we don't see him, but he sees us. We are always Lifnei Hashem. The person is in a state of simcha when he has the perception, when he sees that, when he has the feeling that he's Lifnei Hashem. Just like Moshe Lama like the Mishnah has in Perkiovis, uh, a statement, a famous statement, All men were created with Tzalem Alekim. And it's a wonderful thing that every human being has, this Tzalem Alekim. We have even a higher Mila. We have one, something more than uh, just plain Tzalem Alekim. We are Nikru Barim Lamakam. But then the Mishnah adds on another line, not only Chavivodam, what does mean So the commentaries explain it's an added thing that shares us up that we are aware of the fact that we were created It's the that they are aware of the fact that they have that perception and they understand and they know and they realize that they are bonem lamochim. So the same over here. We are always in the presence of Hakadosh Baruch Hu all day and all night and Shabbos and Yontif and the weekdays as well. But the Indian of Simcha is when we have the perception that this is the case. I, the question is, when a person is Lefnei Hashem, this leads to a Pachad, uh, this leads to Yira, like it says by uh, Adam Arishan, when Adam Arishan hears that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, uh, is there, so he says, uh, He heard that Rabbi Shalom was there and got Nathan, and he got petrified, he got scared. 
So how, how is this simchas just the opposite? When a person is aware of the fact, when he has a perception that is lifnei Hashem, then uh, he becomes uh, petrified, he becomes scared. So the answer is, this is not really a contradiction. Like we say, the expression gila berada, one can rejoice in the state of pachad. We daven, and Aseris made shiva, we daven ta'kodesh bochu, v'chein tein pachtecho, we pray ta'kodesh bochu, that he should instill within us pachad and yira and moira. So Rabbi Salvechik uh, on different occasions spoke about this. What kind of a prayer is that? He said that a psychologist once confronted him and said that you're asking for pachad. Pachad is uh, something that's very detrimental to a person's uh, well-being. A person's going to be afraid and uh, scared. and uh, so, so that's uh, very negative. It's not a good thing. So Rabbi Salvechik against it and that's what the Rishonim say. That other pachadim, if a person is afraid he's going to get killed, he's afraid of his boss afraid that his wife is going to scream at him or whatever, he's going to have an unhappy life. Pachad in the Gashmi is the sense is very negative and very detrimental to one's well-being. But if a person has Yerushamayim to the proper extent, not a Meshigas or Yerushamayim, real Yerushamayim. So that's a healthy thing. That's how Rabbeinu Bechayi points out as well. He quotes the Pesach that says, Yeras, Rabbeinu Bechayi quotes the Pesach, Yeras Hashem Tosef Yomim Ushnos Rishoyim Tikzorno The years of the Rosha will be abridged, they will be shortened. But the Yiras Hashem, unlike other forms of Yira, other forms of Pachad and Yira, Moira, cause a person to die at a younger age because he's, uh, he's so nervous and he's so scared. But Yiras Hashem is a healthy thing. If it's a healthy form of Yiras Hashem, some people have uh, an imitation Yiras Hashem. They're just Mishugayim. So they're always uh, crazy. They think uh, that the food is trafe and, and, and everything, everything in front of them is Osa. That's Tama Mishugat. That's Tama Crackpot. But if you have a proper Yiras Hashem, so that's a healthy thing. This will add on years to the person's life. The Gemara tells a story that one of the Chachamim uh, met someone who was nervous, who was frightened, and he told him he must be a sinner, as the Pasuk says in Tanakh, that the sinners were scared and were petrified. So the fellow commented, why am I a sinner? But the Pasuk praises one. The person who is always uh, nervous and afraid is to be praised. Asher Yodim, it's the praises of the person. So the rabbi, the Amor, who had commented to him that he must be a sinner, said, no, that goes on pachad Yiroshamayim, if a person is always concerned. Yesterday we benched Rosh Chodesh, and the Rosh Chodesh benched, there are many who are not happy with the Rosh Chodesh benched. In different communities in Europe, they never said this tefillah, because it's a question of tchina, on Shabbos. On Shabbos, we leave out all the middle, brachas of the Shemana Esrei, because it's bakashas tarachim, you're not supposed to ask Hakadosh Baruch to take care of your needs on Shabbos. But the the, the middle part of the Shmona, the essence of davening has to be bakashas tarachim. You have to ask Hakadosh Baruch for something. That's what prayer is all about. The essence of prayer is not so much to praise God. He doesn't need our praise, and, and not to thank God. He doesn't need our thank you. The essence of prayer really is to ask Hakadosh Baruch to take care of our needs. The halacha requires that the dictates that you have to introduce your bakashas with Shevach, and you have to conclude the Bakashas with Hoidoya, uh, with expression of thanks to HaKadosh Bocha. But the essence of the prayer is really the middle part of the Shema Esrei, the Bakashas Tarachim. If a person doesn't ask for anything, so then there's no, by us there's no prayer. By other religions, by other Rebbe, they, they visualize God as a human being who enjoys praises. They enjoy praises, so they, they imagine that God would enjoy praises. They enjoy people saying thank you to them. So they imagine that God would appreciate very much that uh, we should say thank you to, to him as well. But uh, in our religion, we assume that the introduction of the tefillah and the conclusion of the tefillah, that's only, the introduction has to be the shevach, 
And the conclusion should be but that's only in order to enable you. That's the Derecheretz dictates. That's how you have to package the Bakoshes Sarachim. The essence of the prayer is really the middle part of the Shema Nesva. to take care of our needs. So Moshe Feinstein writes in his Sefer, we have a big problem on Shabbos and on Yontif when we delete the middle part. We leave out the middle part of the Shema Nesva, so you don't have Bakoshes Sarachim. So you've taken out the whole Kishkes out of the prayer, so there is no prayer. So how are you yoyts in the midst of tefillah? The Ramam writes that there's an obligation to daven once a day, every day, minat Torah. It's a biblical obligation to daven once a day. So if you leave out the middle part of the Shema Nesu, so you have no bakoshas tarochim. So Moshe explains in his Sefer, it's not that we leave out all of the bakoshas tarochim. Instead of asking HaKadosh Baruch for physical needs, we ask him for our spiritual needs. The middle of bracha of the, of the Shema Nesu, on Shabbos and Yontif, the main part is the concluding paragraph. So the in many communities was deleted. Rav Salvechik said that his grandfather Rav Chaim didn't say. I live in Washington Heights in Frankfurt in Europe. They didn't say Rosh Chodesh Benshin. Here in America, in Breuer, they introduced it as a compromise because they have so many Jews who are not from Frankfurt, who daven in their shul. So how can you leave out Rosh Chodesh Benshin? So they put it in. But if you look in Hersh's Siddur, he has commentaries on all the prayers. He has no commentary on Rosh Chodesh Benshin because in, in Alta Heim, in Frankfurt, they never said it. And Memorab Mendel Zaks told us in Yeshiva years ago that in Kelim, and other Litvish communities, they didn't say Rosh Chodesh Benshin because they felt that it was against Allah, it was a Bakoshah Sarachim. But there's one, several of the bakoshes there, everybody agrees are permissible. One of the major bakoshes that we ask for, we mention it twice, in the short paragraph is, Chaim she'esh b'hem Yerushamayim. We ask HaKadosh Baruch that he should instill Yerushamayim within us. That's like we ask HaNaseris Emei Tshuva. We ask HaKadosh Baruch for Yerushamayim. Yerushamayim is a very happy thing. It, it doesn't make a person morose. If the person is Lefnei Hashem and he's going to have, this will lead to Yira, so that's going to be a healthy Yira, that's going to be a Gilu Berada. The Gemara understands the Pasuk, with Gilu Berada, we should rejoice in a state of Pachat. There's no contradiction between Simcha and, uh, and Pachat over here. The Gemara understands the Pasuk is referring to Tfilah. That's what Tfilah is all about. Tfilah means a person knows, a person feels, and he has the sense, and he has the perception. Is there to help us, and if we ask him, he will take care of all of our needs. We have uh, converted tefillah into a mitzvah sanashim alamada. People come into shul and they have to sleep in the morning, they put on the talis, they put on the tefillah, the mumbling prayers, they, they daven through the hoshman es, they daven everything like that. The tzitzis with the tefillah, with everything by us, is a mitzvah sanashim alamada. The original posik of mitzvahs anashim ulumada that people do mitzvahs by, uh, by rote. The original pasuk says, Vatihi Yerosam Oisi, mitzvahs anashim ulumada. Their mitzvah of Yerushamayim is done by rote. Yerushamayim is also done by rote. Yeah, tefillah is an act of Yerushamayim. That the person feels so close to HaKadosh Baruch that he asks him to take care of all of his needs. So we do the davening also by rote. Everything by us is mitzvahs anashim ulumada. Not only the mitzvahs maisios, even the Yerushalayim people, Shokal and people, uh, whatever, uh, all the shtick that people do to demonstrate the higher level of Yerushalayim, the whole thing is mitzvah on Hashem But uh, the essence of tefillah is supposed to be based on this assumption that a uh, person feels so close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he knows HaKadosh Baruch Hu will take care of all of his needs. It doesn't necessarily mean that uh, everything is going to go well. The Chazanish writes in his uh, 
beautiful Sefer Amuna Bitochan. It doesn't mean that when someone Khalila is sick and dying from cancer that I'm going to pray to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and Bitochan means that he's going to get a Rafur Shlema overnight. That's not necessarily what it means. Chazanish says that that's a, that's a Bitochan Shol Shtus, that's a Bitochan Shol Hebel. It's just not true. Bitochan means that we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in control of everything in the world and whatever he wants will be taken care of and nothing will happen that he will nothing can happen accidentally that he will not approve of the Mishnah says in Brochus the Mishnah tells us a rule that just like if something wonderful happens we have to recite a Brochus so too if a tragedy occurs we have to recite a Brochus as well so the Talmud comments on that expression in the Mishnah why does it say Kishem just like you're going to say just like you say a bracha on potatoes so too you say a bracha over a cup of coffee but it's a different bracha over potatoes you say bar pri over a cup of coffee you say shahakal ni so you can't say Kishem shemavarcham ala potatoes kach mavarcham ala ala coffee so how does the Mishnah say just like you say a bracha when something wonderful happens when something wonderful happens you say a bracha or you say shech depending on how many people are are sharing in the Teva. If it's one person alone, he says, uh, If it's a group of people, he says, And if a tragedy occurs, he says, So the Talmud says, it's not the same bracha. How does the Mishnah use the expression, Kishem? Just like you say a bracha here, so do you say a bracha there. So the Talmud explains, and this is quoted in Shulchan Aruch, it's a difficult thing, that just like when we recite the bracha, the person recites it, b'simcha. he's very happy over the wonderful thing that occurred, so too, when a tragedy occurs and the person recites the bracha, Baruch because the perception is that it is a tragedy, he's supposed to recite the bracha in a state of simcha. That's very difficult. They say about one of the great Bali Musa that his uh, teenage son died after a brief sickness and he was so uh, broken, he, he was broken up. So he was, uh, they announced when the funeral was going to take place and he came half an hour late to the funeral. So people couldn't understand. What did he come half an hour late to the funeral? He held everybody up. Everybody was waiting for him. So he said he had to fulfill this din in the Gemara. You have to say the Baruch, Baruch Dainamis in the state of Simcha. Why in the state of Simcha? So the Rabbi Yoyna, quoted by the Shulchan Aruch, says that we believe that Kol Ma'adavid Rachman Al-Tabavid. Everything the Rabbi Shalom does is Latayva. So obviously if the Rabbi Shalom caused this tragedy to occur, our perception is According to our perception, this is a tragedy. But Aliba the Emes, our perception is it's a tragedy. That's why the text of the Bracha the Nusach is Daino Emes. But because we have Amuna that this is Latayva, whatever God does is Latayva, we believe that God was in control over here. It did happen by itself. So that's why we're supposed to recite the Bracha in a state of Simchas. This is very difficult to be on such a Madrega, to recite Daino Emes. Six million Jews were killed by the Nazis. Nine million Jews, more. So many people were killed. So many tragedies occur in the world. So he's supposed to be Mekabal this Besimcha. How can you be Mekabal this Besimcha? He said his son just died. So he, it took him a half an hour to put himself in the right mood to be able to say the bracha. At the funeral, he's going to have to say the bracha dynamis when he rips the Kriya. So he had to put himself in the proper mood. It took him a long time in order to get into that mood to be able to make such a statement in a state of Simcha. To have such an Amunah. The perception was that clearly it was a tragedy. But even to have the Amunah, to have this uh, state of mind, so that's what the Chazanish says. Bitochen doesn't mean that everything is going to work out well. We believe Hashem Tzilcha Yavim Menecha, the Rabbanu Shalom is there to help us and all we have to do is Korv Hashem L'chol Korv, HaKadosh Baruch will be close to us if we feel close to Him. Yeah, He'll be close to us. Doesn't mean that everything is going to work out L'tayvo, according to my perception. L'tayvo. Make there not to, that a tragedy will occur. I lose my job. I lose my marriage. I lose the Chayla. The person may die. But still... 
Bitochen means that nothing is happening that HaKadosh Baruch is not in, not in control of because this is what HaKadosh Baruch wants to happen so obviously this is Lateva so that's why uh, that's why this Indian of Tefillah is really the Indian of Simcha a person has to daven in a state of Gilu Berodo because he's close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so the closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings him the Pacha the Moira and the pre- being in the presence of God and at the same time brings him the Simcha that he knows that whatever HaKadosh Baruch Hu is taken care of is, uh, is Lataiva. Everything will be Lataiva. Rav Willig spoke before about uh, he emphasized the theme of Samech uh, Bechelkoi. So the Talmud has a famous passage in Maseches Yumo where the Gemara quotes one of the Tanaim who says that in Bezun Shalmailo in heaven they keep records of every individual. B'Shimcha Yikra Ucha they keep uh, records of every person. U'Bimkomcha Yoshivucha and they will place you in the position that you deserve. Umishalach yitnalach, and they give you what you deserve. No one can take away someone else's uh, COVID, or someone else's parnasa, uh, or someone else's wife. I'm I'm, uh, I'm chasing after this girl, and someone someone else chapsays the girl. So the Chazal say it's not going to happen. If it's uh, it's determined that this girl is for me, or this parnasa is for me. Or I, that I deserve this covet. So we believe, no one can take away even a hair's worth of what someone else deserves. A position of kingdom, a position of sorrow, of covet, will not be given to someone else to, who doesn't deserve it. We believe that they watch over everything. And this is what the Rabbani Shalom wants. So it's not that we have the tochon, that everything is going to work out well according to our understanding of what well is. We feel close enough to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if we have such a perception that we are close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so we feel that he is in control of everything, whatever he wants to be done is obviously the Torah, by definition. Yesterday by Shalashudis, many people have the custom that by Shalashudis they sing the Perik and Tehillim, The Lord is my shepherd. So Rav Soloveitchik used to speak about this a lot in his uh, drushes and he has in his published, uh, his published essays that he wrote himself and that others wrote over drushes of his. So he pointed out that in America and many of the other religions and the churches, this is the most popular uh, chapter from all of the Pirkei Tehillim because it describes a very calm life that the Rabbani Shalom is taking care of us like the sheep that are uh, grazing in the meadow and there's a calm water is going by, everything is so calm and such a beautiful life. So the Ovdi Avodizara tried to depict religion as having a calming effect on people. So why not become religious? You'll be able to lead a calm life. So Rav Zolechik said that we don't really believe necessarily in this. When a person becomes religious, not going to solve all of your problems. He used to say a lot of times, this is one of his uh, favorite themes, it'll cause more problems. You're going to have bigger kashas. If you believe, if you really have Amunah, and all the Korihu Amunah, they're major contradictions. You believe that God knows everything that happens, and that God is good, and that God has the ability to intervene, and that God punishes the wicked and he rewards the righteous. You have a major kasha of Tzadik, Rosh How come there's so much the problem of evil? How come there's so many uh, tragedies occurring in the world? It's not to be understood. You have a lot of kashas. We have a lot of contradictions in the world. So it's not that religion, the Jewish religion, if you believe in the religion, is not going to make people come. As Shabbos is coming to a close, and we're about to begin Yemos HaChol, 
So we feel bad about the fact Shabbos is Kedusha and Shabbos is wonderful, marvelous, so in contrast between Shabbos and Chol, so we recite this chapter in Tehillim, that Shabbos in contrast to Chol is Meimunuchus. Everything is very calm and like, like the sheep grazing in the field. But, uh, so that's why we recite this Perikantilm. It's a wonderful Perikantilm to be recited all the time, but to have that this should be the central focus of our religion, that become religious, become an Orthodox Jew, become observant because you lead a very calm uh, life, it's not necessarily going to be a calm life. There'll be a lot of kashas and a lot of, uh, and a lot of unanswered questions. We have more kashas than we have terutsim. We, uh, we have contradictions. Very often we feel that our Kaddish Baruch is so close to us, and at the same time we often feel that our Kaddish Baruch is very far away from us. In fact, uh, in the Shulchan Aruch, they quote from the Tshuva Saraj Bod that when we recite the bracha, we often switch in the middle of the bracha. We say, Baruch Ato Hashem, Ato. We are talking to God, He's right in front of us. Baruch Ato Hashem, Elokeinu Malchelam. Then we all of a sudden switch. Shakol Neyeh Bidvaroi. He should have said, Shakol Neyeh Bidvarecho. Everything came into existence because of your uh, wish. No, you see, we switch. First, we're talking to HaKadosh Baruch, He's right there in front of us. Mamish Noichach. And then we switch to Nistar. So really, uh, all of life is like that. Uh, at the same time, we visualize our Kodesh Baruch as being close to us and as being far away. We don't know exactly what the terrorist is. We, 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 that's the way the Rabbanu Shalom uh, created the world. That uh, Our perception sometimes is that he's very close. And sometimes our perception is that he's very far away from us. But the Iker of Simcha, the Chachamim, seem to have understood, based on the Pesukim and the Chumash, is that when a person has the perception that he is in the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and this is on Yomim Teve more so than on the rest of the year but all year long a person should have that feeling a person should always feel that it's Korb HaShem L'chol Korb L'chol especially when a person is davening so this is what Nevi Lidei Simcha and the Simcha is not necessarily going to be a Simcha without Pachat. No, it's going to be Gilabiroda. When the person realizes that he's in the presence of HaKadosh Baruch there will be Yira, there will be Pachat. But that kind of Pachat is a healthy Pachat. The Pachat of Yira Shamayim, that's a healthy Pachat, that's Yira Hashem, is Taisif Shonim. It will add on years to our lives. It will not be Mekatzer our lives. Uh, this is one aspect of Simcha. In addition to the various aspects that Rav Willig mentioned previously, this is one major aspect that we should always keep in mind.